I'm back. I'm back. And I'm not the only one that's back this week. Did you catch SummerSlam? Maybe you know what I'm talking about. I am back. Sunset Flips and Super Kicks. Episode 3. It's only been 3. It's been 4 or 5 weeks in between episodes, but who really gives a fuck? I said that. Episode 1. You never know when these episodes are going to come. I don't even know. I went to record this one a few weeks ago and thought, what the fuck am I doing? So I just stopped. Just in the middle of talking, I just stopped. So I've got a few things that I want to talk about. I've had prepared to talk about for a while. I'm going to keep the trusty idea bucket to decide this week. I've got a few topics to discuss. I might maybe, I don't know, go over, take over in SummerSlam. Maybe. I don't know. I was thinking about this before. How do you recap them? Basically, all you do is just read out results and then say like one thing from the match. It's like big whoop. You know what I mean? Anyway, kicking off SummerSlam. All I've got to say is great save. They, it, was a, it was a great save at the end there. Roman Reigns is back. Mm, Roman Reigns is back. Shitty ending to the main event. But seeing Roman Reigns come out, saved it for me and gets a thumbs up. Gets a thumbs up from me. Um, good show. It was, actually, it was actually an enjoyable show all the way through. I didn't catch the, the pre-show match. Don't think I really missed anything. Um, the GOAT, Bailey retains. SmackDown Women's Championship defeating Oscar. However, the blueprint, unable to retain... So Oscar walks out Royal Women's Champion. That's one bullshit thing. Yeah, that was just bullshit. Fuck Oscar. Fuck you. Hopefully Sasha can get the belt back. We need the golden role models, the blueprint and the goat to have all the gold still. Um, Orton losing to a fucking backslide. Are you kidding? Oh, I was waiting for the kick out. I think everyone was and it just never happened. And yeah... From that point, I was just, I was done. You know, fuck WWE, I'm, I'm done. I'm not watching anymore. Don't want to watch anymore. That's just, that hurt me. That hurt me. Um, I think a good thing about that, but is there's, it's going to keep going. Who, who else is there for McIntyre to wrestle? Maybe Keith Lee, I don't know. I saw Keith Lee's going to be on Raw, but... No, it's got to be. It's got to be Orton because they got to tee up Randy Orton and Edge at WrestleMania for the WWE Championship. That's what's going to happen. All right. Um, what else happened? Dominic Mysterio had a good first up match against God, God himself, the Messiah, Seth Rollins, my savior. I am not. I am not worthy of that man. I bow to him. I bow to him every time he comes. On the TV, and if you check my Instagram at Sunset Flip Super Kicks Podcast, I think it is Ray Mysterio bows to him as well. So we we are not worthy. Uh, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville had a hair versus hair match that turned into a loser leaves WWE match, which I thought just had no point being there at all. I think it it should have remained a hair versus hair match, but I guess you know. The stalker situation with Sonya Deville, if you didn't hear about that, some stalker was in a house and went to kidnap her. 
so maybe she's taking time off there. I don't know. Uh, Mandy Rose is actually staying with her as well. So there you go. The uh, the the rivalry is just a work. There you go. It's not a shoot. Um, I don't even know what else happened. I'm just I'm just on a high from Roman Reigns. It was beautiful. Uh, the Fiend won again. That match was just poor ish I think um, Strowman's cutting up the ring and then the fiend just stands up and slams him on the on the boards and then gives him a couple of sister Abigail one two three Bob's your uncle and then Roman Reigns comes in and spears him so where was retribution by the way where's these these retribution people that's I'm not even going to talk about retribution because there's no point there is no point that is poorly done the fact that they've already named them and give them TV time you know it's, it's meant to be real you're meant to think these fuckers are coming in to destroy WWE but WWE is just doing that themselves by having Drew McIntyre beat Randy Orton and have Oscar beat Sasha Banks anyway takeover takeover one of the uh the rare instances where TakeOver was not the, uh, the the premier show, the better show, because it was not. Um, that was yesterday. I don't even... I've got to go find the results here. Finn Balor defeated Thatcher. was probably... I think that was probably the best match. Apart from the ladder match, like just the one-on-one matches. The ladder match, Damien Priest, Punishment Martinez... And man, does the guy know how to celebrate a title win. It's in a, in a hot tub of jacuzzi with three women. Champagne all around. And then Triple H has to get a photo so he can put it up on his Instagram. It would have been better if Triple H got in the hot tub in his suit. And then put that up on Instagram. I'm just saying, just you know, thinking of ideas here. Just, you know, spitballing. Spitballing, as they say. Um... Pat McAfee, Adam Cole. So, obviously Adam Cole won. I was going to talk about this a couple of weeks ago if I ended up doing a recording. And I was going to blow up about it because it's your longest reigning NXT champion. What do we have for him next? Let's have him wrestle an ex-NFL player. A punter. You know, as well. Like, let's just do that. So, Cole went on the McAfee show and Pat McAfee kept calling him short. So, Adam Cole started swearing at him, going off and left. And everyone's everyone's thinking it's real. Which is good, that's what you want. Everyone's thinking it's real. But where they fucked up was have Triple H go on and apologise for Adam Cole in the Pat McAfee show. Not only that, but they have Triple H. The name is Triple H on the screen when he goes on the show. Why wouldn't you put like Paul Levesque? If you wanted to really make it seem real, Vince McMahon would be doing that. Because yes, Triple H runs NXT, but NXT falls under WWE, which is owned and run by Vince McMahon. So you'd put Vince McMahon on there. And then you would suspend Adam Cole for embarrassing the company. But instead, you just have Triple H go in there, apologise for, on behalf of Adam Cole, 
and then that's it. And then, you know, two weeks later, you get a match at TakeOver. So, I mean, it was still a good match. Pat McAfee's a great athlete. He was doing some fantastic things in the ring. He flipped off the top rope onto the floor. He did the old uh, springboard, I guess, from the floor up onto the top rope. But that was about it. And then sort of just a, a dull ending. Pat McAfee's just sitting there and Adam Cole hits him with the Panama City Sunrise. One, two, three. Bob's your uncle once again. So, yeah. I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know much. I don't know. Maybe we have to find out what all the other, like, people that are deep inside that, you know, think they know everything. We should ask them what they think and all this other, all this other crap. Um, Io Shirai retained her women's championship against Dakota Kai. And then that uh, Raquel Gonzalez and Rhea Ripley sort of stared each other down, so... Yeah, I guess I guess they might be having a match soon. I don't know. It's, it's got nothing to do with the title. Why do I want to say that? Um, and then main event, Karrion Cross, Killer Cross. I'd like to refer to him, Killer Cross. The guy I said when I saw him in Impact was a star. He had star written all over him. Should have been Impact champion. He's now the NXT champion. Defeated Keith Lee. Keith Lee, I guess a transitional champion. I guess. Um, I'd sort of say, why not just have Cross take the title off Cole, but I guess Cole, McAfee, and then Keith Lee, double champion, first double champion NXT history, loses, so he's going to Raw or SmackDown. I think he should go to SmackDown. He's scheduled or advertised for Raw, but I'd have Keith Lee on SmackDown, especially now Roman Reigns is back. And on Roman Reigns... Please, oh please, make Roman Reigns a heel. Just give Roman Reigns nothing. Just let him go out and do him. I guarantee you, he will be able to talk on the mic if he says what he wants to say in a heel character. Or just make him a disciple to Seth Rollins. A man I am not worthy of. I am not worthy, Seth, my Messiah. My one true saviour. Anyway, that was, um, yeah, that was TakeOver SummerSlam. There you go. That's how you recap. That's how you recap a show. Thanks for listening. Okay. There's a few things I'd like to say before I end the show. This, you never know. This could be another five. This could be a 15 minute podcast. Doesn't bother me. Hope it doesn't bother you because you're just going to sit there and enjoy it. You listen to it 15 minutes. Well, you're just going to go back and listen to it again and again. That's what you do. That's what you people do. And I appreciate it. Thank you for listening. And thank you for being so patient. Let's talk first about social media. Social media is a fickle bitch. It is fucked. Social media has ruined wrestling. And if you got to ask, what do you mean by that? Well, I'm sorry, you're stupid. You are stupid. Just everyone is so fascinated with following all these bullshit pages on social media. How can you call yourself a fan of wrestling or of anything if you want to look up what's going to happen? 
And then you've got all these other ones that just fucking leak everything. And then people like, oh my God, this is going to happen. And then they pass it off as their own. Like, this wasn't social media, but social media was sort of a, a pawn in this game. I don't even know. But when Keith Lee beat Adam Cole at Great American Bash, you know, some idiot in the crowd took a photo and he posted it on social media. And that's just ruined Keith Lee's moment because everyone knew he was going to win. And then they had to make up a story saying we recorded two endings. And really, you didn't. Same with Eric Bischoff showing up on AEW for the debate. That got leaked. That ruined Eric Bischoff going back to TNT, first appearance on AEW. That pissed me off. I was looking forward to seeing who it was. And then, you know, oh, it's Eric Bischoff. And then, all, then you got all these fuckwits that make videos. And speak like this, like WWE. Next on WWE. This is going to happen on WWE. And then people watch these videos religiously and then say, well, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. When, you know, you didn't come up with that. And then like two of those things, two out of the eight things that you saw happened. But you focus on the two things that did happen. Be like, I picked that. I called that. Not the other six things that didn't happen. It's like, well, I guess that person's not wrong. Paul, I'm going to see what he's got to say about it next week. It's just in general. Like, I don't know. What about, I don't know how, Game of Thrones, that's a pretty big show. Or it was. What if, you know, you're just searching through, you know, you got your Game of Thrones fan pages or whatever, and then someone puts the ending out. Are you going to be like, so person A takes the throne and person B dies. And then you see that and it's ruined the end for you. And then you get to the last episode and person A does what I just said and person B dies. It happens just like that and it's ruined for you. That's ruined the entire show for you. This is why I stay, like, the amount of wrestling pages that I follow has significantly gone down the last couple of months especially during COVID because there's you know a lot of pre-tapes happening now so everything's just out there it's 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 ruining wrestling it's actually ruining the world but wrestling is life what else the okay um, the women's division I just want to say I have not thought about, not that I do anyway, but I think that I have, I have not thought about Becky Lynch or Charlotte Flair at all since they've left. And what I think everyone knew, myself included, this is why I'm saying it, but you don't need Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch. The women's division is doing just fine, I think. I think it's going better Without the stress of, oh my God, Charlotte Flair's going to win again. Oh, Becky Lynch is going to be champion still. You know, I mean, when you've got the blueprint and the GOAT leading the charge, the golden role models, Bailey the GOAT, Sasha Banks the blueprint, why do you need a Charlotte Flair and a Becky Lynch? We know Becky Lynch isn't coming back for a long time, two years maybe. And Charlotte Flair just continues to stick needles in her face and get all kinds of jobs done to her body. She's probably got a 
fucking she probably left to get a penis enlargement or something I don't know I don't care I don't care about them and I'm glad they're not there and I hope they don't come back because they're not needed put Charlotte Flair on NXT have her go against Rhea Ripley again because that went so well last time it happened I only mentioned that because that 24 is on Wrestle, about Wrestlemania it was just on and they were talking about it so I mean kudos thumbs up good stuff good stuff um, yeah, so the women's division is better without them. And what's going to happen now? This is, and here's another thing I've been, I've heard, I've heard this is from an actual podcast that I listened to. I hope this never happens. But Charlotte Flair's comeback against Randy Orton for what Randy Orton did to Ric Flair. I'll just leave that there. That would just... No. No, I mean, well, you know, Ric Flair did say in his promo that he's just now Charlotte Flair's dad. But what what the fuck is Charlotte Flair going to do to Randy Orton? Seriously. Are they going to have Charlotte Flair take the WWE Championship off Randy Orton? So Charlotte Flair can copy someone else and become an a female world champion like Tessa Blanchard was. Just have Charlotte Flair, Tessa Blanchard, non-WWE, neutral. Have that neutral because Tessa Blanchard's way better than Charlotte Flair. Way better. Cody Rhodes. I'm going to talk about Cody Rhodes, Dynamite. He just lost the TNT Championship to Brady Lee. Oh, AEW will want to build our own stars. We'll give the TNT Championship to a former WWE guy. Let's not worry about Darby Allen. Let's not worry about Scorpio Sky, Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, Sammy Guevara. No, let's just go to the guy that we just got from WWE a few months ago and we'll give him the championship now. We've already got John Moxley, formerly known as Dean Ambrose, as our world champion. Now we've got Brody Lee, formerly known as Luke Harper, as our TNT champion. So, I don't know. It's all about Cody, but it's all about Cody. He took, a, I think he took a super kick, two power bombs, and a clothesline, and he had to be stretched out. He had to be stretched out from two power bombs and a clothesline. Cody Rhodes, is, he's pissing me. I love Cody Rhodes, but he's pissing me off right now. Ever since, you know, his TNT Championship run, you know, he's he, he's always got Pyro. Watch Dynamite. He always comes out to Pyro. Who else gets Pyro? Not many. Especially opening match. You know what I mean? It's good. Like, I mean, he's, he's used that title, you know, um, uh, who came in. Uh, Eddie Kingston came in. Warhorse. You know, he defended against Scorpio Sky. You know, Sunny Kiss, uh, I think it was Mark Quinn from Private Party. You know, he's he's doing good things. Of course, he's always winning after like 20 minutes because he's got to get that, that match time. But then he loses it. And when he loses, he's got to get stretched out. This is what Cody Rhodes needs to do. He needs to turn heel. He needs to come out, cut a promo and say, fuck everyone. I don't need any of you. Okay, 
He, he started this with who? The Bucks and that, right? The Elite. He, he hasn't been with them since what? Episode 4? Something like that? I mean, I'll probably have to go back and look to see how close I am, but he has... Everyone, you know, thinks Hangman Page has separated himself from the elite. Cody Rhodes has completely separated himself from the elite. You know, he should just come out, cut a promo and say, look, I used the Bucks. I used my friends to get this company, to get what I wanted. I don't need you anymore. There was no better Cody Rhodes than when he was in Bullet Club and a heel in Ring of Honor and New Japan. Because right now, it's just goody-goody-two-shoes shit. Because he loses a match, he's got to be stretched off. I'm surprised he didn't cut himself and bleed, like... Fucking non-stop from the face as well, because... That's all about Cody. Turn heel. This is what you do. Turn heel. Alright? You've got Arn Anderson. Alright? I was going to say this weeks ago, but you got FTR being compared to Arn and Tully, right? Sean Spears is managed by Tully. Cody Rhodes is managed by Arn. Cody Rhodes, Sean Spears. They've got that history. They go way back FCW. Put them together with Cash Wheeler, Dax Harwood, FTR, and you've got Arn and Tully, you've got the new horseman. And I think that would work as well. Who, who ran the Horseman back in the day? It was this good-looking, blonde guy by the name of Ric Flair. Cody Rhodes. Good-looking, no homo. Blonde hair. With Arn Anderson. There's your Horseman. Cody Rhodes, turn heel. Please, for the love of God, turn heel. And what a way to do it. Kenny Omega, Hangman Page are still the Tag Team Champions. Have them defend the Tag Team Championships against FTR. Cody Rhodes comes out, costs the elite the tag team championships. Why not do it all out? I didn't even think, I just actually just came up with that on the top of my head. Plus, I want Kenny Omega to, I want Hangman and Omega to lose the tag team championships because I'm sick of seeing Kenny Omega as a tag team wrestler. I want to see the clean, I want to see the Kenny Omega of old. I want to see the best wrestler on the goddamn fucking planet, Kenny Omega. Not this tag team thing he's doing with the hangman. It's over. He's, he's not a tag team wrestler. He's the best singles wrestler in the last 10 years. Not so much this year because he's been tag team champion since, I think, October last year. Or it might be January this year. I think it was on the cruise. I can't remember. It might have been January. But still, what's that, eight months? That's long enough for Kenny Omega to be a tag team wrestler. Get him out there. Have him be a heel as well, like he was in New Japan. Separate the elite, split them up. There should only be one major faction in AEW, and that is the Inner Circle with La Champion, the Demo God, Chris Jericho. Because Chris Jericho can get away with it. I mean, I think it's admirable, whatever that fucking means. Um, that the Bucks aren't tag team champions and won't make themselves tag team champions, but you know, what are they doing? Then you can have the Bucks and going against the Horsemen. Maybe the Elite versus the Horsemen. Stadium Stampede. 
Can you feel it? Does that sound like a good idea? I think it does. I think it does. Um, MJF. I want to talk about MJF as well. I'm still pissed off that him and Cody only went for once when that should have gone all year. He's challenging John Moxley for the AEW Championship at All Out. Go back and listen to that old shit that I used to do. And I've said on one of them that MJF will be AEW Champion by the end of the year or at least challenge for the AEW Championship. I'm good with these very, very, very long predictions. Six, 12-month predictions. Um, I've been asked by a few people about this, you know, MJF, John Moxley. Do you think MJF would win? And my response has been the same. I wouldn't be upset with it. I would be on board with it. I love John Moxley. I've loved him since he threw out Johnny Gargano from the Royal Rumble last year. I never liked Dean Ambrose until he threw out John, Johnny Gargano from the Royal Rumble. And then he left. He did me a huge favour, became John Moxley, and made me go, fuck, I can see why I never liked you as Dean Ambrose. I like John Moxley. But MJF, this is... This match, for me, will be like when Moxley took on Jericho at Revolution. I can't pick a winner. Like, I can't... I, I couldn't see Jericho losing, but I couldn't see Moxley losing as well. It's the same thing here. I can't see MJF losing, but I can't see Moxley losing more, if, if that makes any sense. Would I be upset if MJF won? Fuck no. I think it'd be one of the greatest things ever. And I think he should have the title for two years. Why not? MJF is fucking good. He is fucking good. 20 years from now, all right, 2040, all right, maybe sooner, but I guarantee 20 years from now, we'll be talking about MJF as the greatest wrestler ever. I've already compared him to Ric Flair. I've already said he's this generation's Ric Flair just because of how he sells in the ring, some of the stupid stuff that he does in the ring to sell. But he's good on the mic. He is fucking great on the mic. And he's cleaned it up a bit. He's cleaned it up a bit. He doesn't tell everyone that their mum swallows like he once did. Hashtag MJF 2020. Right? But just... He's going to stay in AEW. There's, he's not going to WWE. I, I don't think a lot of people will be going to WWE. Let's just say that. But MJF will be that guy 20 years from now. He'll be the one that this generation will be talking about. And then the next generation after that, they'll be comparing that generation's greatest wrestler to MJF. If not Randy Orton. Because Randy Orton will still be on that, that top five. That Rushmore, that Mount Rushmore, which will still have Randy Orton, Ric Flair, MJF will be a part of that, and maybe a wrestler from this generation, maybe a younger guy that will just get that rocket strapped to him and just go straight to the moon and never look back and they'll become like the greatest in. They'll become like the Hulk Hogan to MJF's Ric Flair. That's, that's what we want. That's what we want. We want what they had in the 80s and 90s. Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan, who's the best? This is what 
this is what we have a chance of having now mjf and who who's going to be that guy that will clash with mjf because i'm i'm high i'm very high on mjf and i think he i think he will be a multiple multiple world champion and i think he will be the greatest wrestler that ever lived so what else is there um I told you i didn't really have much planned half an hour in um i'm probably just going to start watching AEW now i'm done with wwe because randy orton lost um don't worry, it's, it's a work it's a joke relax um oh here's one chris jericho chris jericho um fuck when did i make this this list i made was a while back but having him this was uh that two night event they did so was it fighter fest i think it was fighter fest that was back to back um chris jericho did commentary chris jericho was also doing commentary during covid when i think jr and shivani couldn't get out or what i don't know i can't remember the situation it's in the past there is nothing that man cannot do talk about that mount rushmore maybe put like chris jericho up there as well as a as a worker as a wrestler on the mic and on commentary and as a fucking rock star come on i would love my perfect scenario for chris jericho would be for him to be in a match you could even do a a 10 man you know in a circle versus the elite or best friends jungle Jurassic park whatever they're called and just give chris jericho a headset just give him a headset while he's in a match. Chris Jericho, there's a reason he, people call him the GOAT. I too have referred to Chris Jericho as the GOAT. I think I had him on my top five. I can't even remember. I have to go back and listen now to find out what my top five is. He's getting Orange Cassidy over. That's for sure. They're even going to wrestle in a mimosa mayhem match which is interesting I, I think the way you win is throw your opponent in a pool with orange juice and a little bit of the bubbly if anyone's gonna get a match of this stupidity over it's gonna be chris jericho i mean he got demo god over he got a little bit of the bubbly over he got, I got a ticket over. There is nothing Chris Jericho cannot do. Nothing. Um, there's a tag team I saw on NXT Everrise a few weeks ago. Um, they're only here because I think they were taking, NXT was taking a shot at the Young Bucks because they looked exactly the same. So, I don't know. Maybe just go and go back, Everrise. I think they're called Everrise in NXT maybe get a graphic of them next to the young bucks and see for yourself um anything else please go oh the swamp fight so i said i was gonna watch the swamp fight and then talk about it in the next episode well, that next episode is this episode i did i went back and i did watch it and i still made no sense of it so if if you're listening to this 
and you could make sense of the swamp fight at Extreme Rules Horror Show or the horror show at Extreme Rules, whatever it was, please explain it to me because I still made no sense of it other than it changed Braun Strowman. I think he's a heel now and The Fiend came back. Oh, and Alexa Bliss may or may not be Sister Abigail. So that's that's a head scratcher. That's a, you know, who knows? Who knows? Big E's going singles. Something people have wanted for a very long time. I hope this does not break up the new day. But if it does, they had a good run. They had a good run. I mean, at least the New Day won't take the Tag Team Championships off Big Swiss Tony Cesaro. Champion salute. Uh, I'll finish off with GCW. Game Changer Wrestling Homecoming, I think it was a few weeks ago, the two-day event. Joey Janela Joey wrestled a doll for 15 minutes. And it was one of the greatest matches I've seen this year. And it was a doll. Like, it was a doll. Like, a life-size fucking pillow doll. And it was fantastic. And then after that, he was attacked by Leo Rush. Or Lionel Green. Whatever he refers to himself as now. Leo Rush. So then they wrestled. The next day. Night two. And all I can remember from the match was Joey Janela climbing up this massive pillar and just dropping an elbow onto Rush. And like, I don't know how he didn't crack his head open when he landed. Joey Janela is a fucking freak. These two have had a long standing rivalry in the Indies. I actually went back and watched. I think they've had six matches in their time. I went back and watched four of them, just one after the other, one after the other. I've still got to finish watching the rest. I'll probably just go back and watch it from the start. I'm just going to watch all their matches in sync at once, like like a Janela V-Rush pay-per-view. They did have a match a long time ago where I think Janela hit Rush with a Canadian Destroyer off a ladder and Leo Rush just got straight up. I was in a warehouse somewhere. I mean, they're just freaks. It's just amazing to see what can happen when you don't have handcuffs on when you're wrestling. And uh, Leo Rush decided to retire as well after the match. I hope it's not true. I would love to see Janela v Rush again. I could watch that a million times over. Wouldn't be upset. No, I mean, he's only 25. He's only 25. Uh, what else? I think that's it. I can't think of anything else other than seeing uh, people taking shots at Randy Orton for his wrestling style. You know, he's boring. Randy Orton is an old school wrestler. By you saying, oh, Orton is a boring wrestler but at the same time worship Hulk Hogan, well, then you're an idiot. There's one. Um, but two, you don't appreciate 80s wrestling. You think basically any wrestling before 2000 is boring because that's old school wrestling. Just going back and forth here, see? I'd, 
Don't know, I've just bullshitted my way to 37 minutes. Or 36 minutes. I don't know. So, he's not a boring wrestler. He's the greatest wrestler that's ever lived. Okay. Okay. It's old school. He better get that WWE Championship. <laughs> I'm going to give up. I'm going to give up on WWE. Just saying. Um, yeah, that's it. That's it. I'm going to, I'm going to leave it there before, I don't know, before anything else, I guess. Anything else happens. Don't forget to, uh, follow on Instagram at sunset flips underscore super kicks underscore podcast. I think that's what it is. Take a break from there, but I'm back very active the last few days. Very active. Maybe I'll stop. Maybe I'll keep going. Stay tuned. Who knows when the next one will come out. Could be tomorrow. Could be next week. Could be next month. But I don't know. After listening to Bully Ray on his, I feel as though I have no right doing a podcast about wrestling. At least the current stuff. Where do I go from here? I don't know, but let's just all remember that Tyler Breeze is the greatest and longest reigning up, up, down, down champion. Left, right, left, right.